This is Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this weekly podcast is brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. This is episode, what, 49? Mm-hmm. Wow. I believe it is. Wow. Yeah, I think it's wow. 49. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Season three. Yes, right. Yeah, it's 49, season three. Just in, I think we got it right. Yes, you did. You did, you did. Yes, that's good. That's good. We got it right there. I think last week we did it 48 or 49. Something we said it wrong. It was 48. Yeah. Okay, we got it right. Well, I also want to thank the lady that's, uh, I like to call her W D W O W, and that is Dawn, abbreviation for Dawn Way Out West. Hey. (laughs) Hey, Joe, how are you today? How are you doing? Everything okay? Yeah, everything's good. We had snow yesterday. Oh, I saw snow. Mm-mm-mm. But it's cold. Oh. Uh-huh. Need to make a snowman. I know, right? <laughs> That's good. I also want to thank our uh, podcast listeners for taking the time out to listen to us on uh, whatever social media platform they may be using, um, whatever summer related questions they may have, questions, comments, or even concerns. Please contact us on via WhatsApp. 954-388-8780. And guess who we have today? I know. Do you get to introduce her? <laughs> yes, yes. I, I feel privileged, you know, because you this go. person is a, v, a VIPs. A VIP. You know. Yeah, she's, uh, I like to call her the end time evangelist. <laughs> end time evangelist. Look at that. Yeah, yes. She's uh, AKA. Mm. Yes, she's AKA the one. <laughs> Okay, but she's better known as wifey. But I also, I, w- I want to give her a proper title. She's Elder Dion Walden. Welcome, sweetie. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here, <laughs> Dawn. I miss you. I miss you. I know Dawn out west, I but I know you're doing you. great things. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, before we get started, do you know what she called me gorgeous on one of her sermons? <laughs> wow it seemed like i lost you <laughs> yes you did <laughs> yeah it made me it made me feel good it made me feel good so awesome. thank awesome. you for that sweetie <laughs> all right let's get to it before we get started uh, let's go ahead and get a word of prayer in. i think it's your turn Don. loving father we thank you so much for this opportunity just to talk amongst ourselves and to talk about your amazing word and we ask that as we go through it that you'll help us to understand more about you and your character and just in essence come closer to you is our prayer in jesus name amen amen so sweetheart i like this title god has remembered how'd you i know you had a sermon similar to that so what brought this about this time so the genesis of this was really what my intro about that song. So that I was listening, you know, w- waking up and hearing this melody in my spirit for God is with us. And um, after researching the uh, artist of that song and having it played over and over, I think just the Lord just started to reveal things to me and um, he inspired me to go to the, the book of Luke, Luke chapter one. And um, this is, really um god has remembered is the meaning of zachariah's name so that's where i got the title from zachariah god has remembered and i you know thought it was a personal uh 
a personal message to each and every one of us. Like God was messaging his message to each and every one of us to say that I remember you, you know, and I wanted to even use Zacharias that he has remembered, not is remembering, he has remembered. Thank you for that. Awesome. I noticed at the beginning, you started to break down all of the different names of all the different characters from the scripture itself. And it's amazing, you said, um, you were talking about names and their meanings. Why did you think that was so important to bring that out? It is important for us, if we're student of the word, I, I think this is where we're at, at this pivotal time in the prophetic timeline in history. Mm-hmm. And I believe when we seek the word of God, he say he'll show us great and mighty things. I think for me, you know, years in, I've read the story, Luke 1, Zachariah, Elizabeth, and we just course through. through it. Right. But yeah, we course through. And I, I feel like sometimes when God gives a message or some kind of revelation, it takes some time for it to unfold. Mm-hmm. And um. For me, the the meaning of biblical names go way back a good 15 plus years. I started getting into names. And I remember in 2016, I did preach a sermon at a plantation SDA titled What's in yeah. the Name? And it had to do with the names of God. And when yeah, he reveals himself yeah. through his attribute yeah. and his character. And I think from that, it keeps percolating. It's like it just keeps going. So whenever I look, I read the Bible now. I can't just read the Bible without checking, you know, um, the commentary or some, you know, some research about names. And I, I felt like this is that pivotal time, you know, with everything that we have gone through. I believe this is a direct message that God is sending. So when I saw the name of Zachariah mm. and saw that in the timeline where it, there was this silence in heaven and said, God mm. has remembered, you know this 400 years of silence that, you know, he's telling us that he has remembered. So it doesn't matter how the time is delayed, but the way it is embroidered Mm. in the prophetic timeline, the prophetic message of Elizabeth, Mm. you know, being oath, his covenant, that's like, like, you know, it's there, right there in plain sight. And if you look just one step deeper, you see that John's name, gracious gift, his grace, his mercy, and you tie them together and you see that God is saying that I'm always with you. And I feel like he started with the song for God is with us, Emmanuel. Mm -hmm. And it just played out. So when I started like doing the deep research and I saw that it just blew my mind, it still even blew blew my mind because even after the sermon, I'm still getting revelation Mm -hmm. after revelation and I'm journaling it. And I'm like, he's so awesome because he's just unlocking his mystery, especially in these days. We're living in the days of Mm -hmm. prophetic revelation. And if we seek him, he'll reveal it to us. And it's really simple. It's nothing that it takes a seminarian degree. It's just really being available to the Holy Spirit to teach and to lead us. So on that train of thought, where you've had the experience and you've read and you're still being revealed to him over and over again, my question to you now, I need to put on your elder's hat. Why do you think people within our church don't read the Bible at all? Because they just go through their Sabbath school lesson and they're done. They don't delve in to really find out more and more and more. Why do you think we don't do that right now? I think there there are like multiple reasons. I I, I feel like sometimes, you know, um, people have issues that are going on and they get easily distracted. Mm -hmm. 
you know, or, you know, yes, distraction, or sometimes they they have challenges that eclipse, you know, just even their, their time to focus on the word of God. Mm-hmm. But I believe that what God is calling his church, and this is a solemn message, and he's delighted, and he's not serious, he's not upset. He wants his church to fall in love with mm-hmm. him again. Because when we fall in love with God again, then, as I said in the message, I felt like my I'm starting to blush. Like, And it's not like it's like you need to be. I'm starting to blush because I'm falling in love with, with him. And if we're falling in love with him and excited about him, we're going to prioritize mm-hmm. him. And I feel like this is where he's at. People are not prioritizing God. People are not prioritizing their devotional time. People are allowing um, social media. They're even allowing the church to interfere with their personal time with God, because even church cannot replace your, your, your individual time with God. And I think that's where we are, where there's, we're just being bombarded our senses or our attention. Everyone is seeking for our, something is seeking for the supremacy of our minds. Mm -hmm. And as children of God, and not even elders, he said, he has called us to show ourselves approved in his word. And I believe that's where the Holy Spirit is. I'm sending the Holy Spirit to lead you into all truth, to reveal to you Jesus Christ. And so if we prioritize God and say, God, help me, you know, to structure, you know, for me, I've been doing this, just a discipline from like, I was a child, I always have this, you know, propensity to read and to explore and to be curious. And I think when I became a believer, I just wanted more, I just wanted to delve more and more and more. And the more I delve more is the more he reveals more. And it's, it could just be one, one passage, one text, one word. And if you focus on that and allow the Holy Spirit, he just has so many like dimensionalized um, um, prism prism to his word because that's who he is. And I think he's given each and every one of us messages. Mm -hmm. You know, that is why it's important to write down when you're in your meditation. Mm -hmm. And meditation is just focused thinking. That's what meditation is focused thinking. So if you pick a scripture verse and you meditate on it and you ask the Holy Spirit to show you as student of the word, I believe the church needs to give like a solid foundation, even for, you know, people who are coming into Bible class. They don't know anything, mm-hmm. you know, about how to study the Bible, just the basics of Bible study. It's important to understand the cultural context mm-hmm. is very important. It's not, as I said, it's not, I'm not talking about a seminar, but just to understand when you're in school, you do research, even kindergartners, elementary you you do you carry your your lesson plan your um your homework and you go home well the the the, the word of god is like to study the word of god you want to understand the context if you understand the historical background where god is coming Mm -hmm. from and how it it applies then and how it applies to you then it starts to pique your interest like god what is in this message for me and prayer is just really having that one-on-one conversation with God. Mm. And if you have questions, you know, I think that, you know, this is where myself as an elder, along with my fellow elders and the pastor, you can go and ask, you know, for a question, if you have these kind of questions. And then there are other resources, like the Seventh-day Adventist Church is has voluminous, yeah, yeah. you know, a whole panel of information. And I would just, I say this because I have, um, I feel like in the Seventh-day Adventist church or organization Mm -hmm. you won't go wrong because there are a lot of materials out there that will steer you down the wrong path Mm -hmm. so i'm you know there's listing you may have you know you may you know have some doubts i'm telling you you don't have to have doubt because when i study like 
the materials for in the Seventh-day Adventist doctrine, I don't need to have to put up any red flags. Mm -hmm. I just knew it's a word of God. Mm -hmm. because it really is congru congruent with the word of God. It matches what the Bible says. And that's so important. Amen. Amen. Wow. Important, sweetie. I remember in the beginning of your sermon, you remember you said, if there's anything that you want us to remember, you mentioned about God is with us, God remembers, God loves us. Why do you want to make sure that we, if you didn't, anything about your sermon is just that? Thank you. Thank you for asking that question, Joe. Um, we've gone through three years, going on three years with COVID, where people's lives have been ravaged. Everyone's life has been touched somehow by, you know, um, COVID, yeah. you know, whether it be a death, a sickness. You, you yourself, you were in the hospital mm. for what, 14 days? 14 days. You know? almost near death yes mm -hmm. so um and we have experienced that together your recovery and it's like i believe what god is telling his people individually collectively and individually is to let them know no matter what he stands true to his own yeah. that he is with us so if you're in the fire he's with you if you're in the storms he with you he cannot lie and i think it's 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 so critically important for us to understand that, not um, just from a, a theological or just from just a mental ascent, yeah. but to know of a fact that God is with us. Just as oh, you know, Israel, he will have that silence for 400 years. He didn't speak. There were no prophets to speak for him. Yeah. No mouthpiece. Yeah. But he had remembered because the last book of the Bible, how it ended. And there were also the last person that angels actually spoke to in the Old Testament was Zechariah, right? Yeah. And God has remembered mm -hmm. the Old Testament, and then he comes over in the New Testament and start with this Zechariah. No, about he remembers that he loves yes. us. I can't tell you how delighted Jesus is with us. I know sometimes we can't see because we said, oh, we want to get to heaven and we have this, 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 this seriousness about what we need to do to check off. Jesus is so delighted. In Zephaniah 3, verse 17, he said he sings over us, that the Lord sings over us. He said we are his inheritance. Mm -hmm. So just think about that. If God is singing over us and we are his inheritance, that he loves us. And I think that's where people need to repeat this to themselves, that God loves me. He gave his son. He gave all for yeah. us. So what would he not do? And it's so important because sometimes we get sad, you know, we get depressed, we get disappointed. But it's so important to know that no matter what, he's with us, he loves us, and he has not forgotten us. It's so important. Amen. Amen. You talked a little bit about one time when you felt lonely and you felt like you were by yourself and, you know, your father called you, your actual physical father called you and you felt, you know, God was just looking out for you. What would you say to someone who said, you know what, I don't know that I'm hearing God in my situation. He seems to be totally silent. How do I really know that he's still there? That's a very, very, very good question. I know a lot of people right now who have said that, you know, my prayers, when I pray, I feel like my prayer just goes up to the mm -hmm. ceiling and that's where it's, it stops. Mm -hmm. But all I can tell that person or that per whatever season or whatever you're going through right now, God cannot lie. Yeah. 
he 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 cannot lie. So even emotions, feelings comes and right. come, but his words stand true. So even when you feel that he's not listening or he's not there, he is there. And if you you and 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 it's it's okay to cry. It's okay to tell tell him that I'm I, I don't I'm not feeling you right now. Job at one point Job was crying out to him, but he was there for the whole thirty seven chapters of Job through mm. his hardship and suffering. Mm. Thirty seven, and God showed up in thirty eight exactly. <laughs> in, in chapter exactly. thirty eight. All right, yeah, all, yeah, through, yeah. all through, all through, yeah, yeah, all through, all yeah, yeah. through. So I know sometimes through the journey of life, we sometimes we feel like we're alone and God is not there. And, you know, the things that we're asking for, you know, that he has not answered. And, you know, sometimes it looks urgent. I've had situations where like, God, you, you've got, got to come through and it didn't come through and you get disappointed. Yeah. But he always have a bigger plan because his plans are perfect. He said all things, all things work together. And I believe that some things that, we can't see, as Paul says, we see now dimly through a glass. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it looks a little distorted. Mm -hmm. I think when we are, we go to live with Jesus forever, and then we see clearly why this didn't happen mm -hmm. or why that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But all I can encourage us is that to hold on to Jesus, mm -hmm. hold on to his love, hold on. When you see that he died on the cross, he gave everything mm -hmm. and because he cannot lie because his love is so all-consuming even when you you don't feel it as i said feelings come and go and feeling is deceptive sometimes mm -hmm. you know so we can't base it on mm -hmm. the sensual even though we have that and it's important mm -hmm. but we have to base it on the word what his word says and his word says never will i leave you mm -hmm. never will i forsake you i will be with you even unto the end of the age and that's god he, 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 that's just who he is. So it's okay not to deny your feelings, mm -hmm. right? But it's, 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 it's okay at that moment to let him know and just ask him and believe him, you know, said, Hey, show me a sign. Cause that night I sat there in my couch and it's not like there was anything I could think about. I knew I'd lost my cat earlier yeah. in the, the year. And typically when I'm having my downtime, he would come and I would, you know, just like, you know, lie beside me and stuff. So it could be just a feeling like of loss. And I just was overcome with, with that loneliness. I, I started crying, but here he was, he didn't, you know, I didn't feel like he was there, but here he was sending. And sometimes God send messages mm -hmm. through others for us so sometimes we're not feel but he in his word in a devotional in a song he's always speaking he's never ever like totally silent he's always speaking to us so if we just ask the lord to just actively open our ears to hear him because he's never far he said i'm not a god who's far off i am i am always near that's one of the names of god is Jeho you know el mekarov and it's the god who's near or el rai the god who he, sees yeah. so it doesn't matter what you're going through el rai sees your situation and he's there and he sympathizes with mm. you Wonderful, wonderful. You know, you, what you said was profound in your sermon when you said the silence of God doesn't mean that God is not present. That's powerful. That's that's seriously powerful for that. Um, I wanted to, um, I want to get to when you talked about just a little bit when Gabriel, when Gabriel approached and he broke that silence after 400 years. And then, <laughs> you know, how he became the, I guess the guy called him the hero, the mighty one, you know. 
And uh, I just like that part about God brings whoever, anybody he could bring, any of the angels can do that task, but he brought Gabriel. Mm -hmm. And that was just profound just to have him do that. But what I wanted to get to is about when you mentioned about the name of Galilee and Nazareth. Talk more about that, sweetie. Well, well, see, that's the amazing thing about God. And I get excited just to think about him that that's why names in the Bible and I, and I, you know, I'm just going to allude to what Don had asked before about just the meaning, you know, I'll talk about that. I believe it is just paramount for the children of God to really get deeper into study because the revelation is coming through yeah. that. Here is this God who made this covenant promise with Abraham, mm -hmm. right? And we see that he kept his covenant. You know, the children of Israel, they went into slavery for 400 years, but his covenant still stands. In Isaiah, 700 years before Christ was born, Isaiah 7, verse 14, and the virgin will be with, this is a sign, the virgin will be with child. 700 years before Christ, yeah. right? And he even tell you down in Micah that where he's going to be in Bethlehem and Judah, just all of that, all of that. They have a house of bread that God himself will send his son, who is the bread of heaven. Mm -hmm. So all of it comes down. Gal Na Nazareth, a village in, in, in Galilee, Galilee to reveal. Why would God choose at this time to to to, to um say that he's sending now to this 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 young lady in Galilee the reveal which mean reveal this is God just just he's just packaging he's just packaging his word that if we open up his word it's like a, a present mm -hmm. he just keeps showing you revelation after revelation that Nazareth mean branch Jesus is a branch mm -hmm. he grew up as a branch so all of these things you know so when I study like when I study the word of God, like the Old Testament and the New Testament, because the Old Testament is like the base. For to understand the word of God, you have to know the old. And it's, I don't even call it Old Testament, the Bible, but so it, it is the, it's the foundation. Yeah. It's the foundation. So if you have a good handle on that, when you get to the New Testament, it is like line upon a line. You run over here, you run over mm -hmm. there. And so I, when I study, like for, for um, Luke 1, I'm all the way back to Genesis. Mm. I'm all the way coming back to see through, you know, I was praying recently. That's another revelation he gave me. I was praying recently. And I remember when I addressed him, I said, God of the fathers. And some people were like, so why do you say that? I said, God of the fathers, because I mean, God of covenant. And then I started with Adam with Seth, and I come through the whole lineage right back to the, the Davidic line. See, I mentioned something about even with Hannah and Samuel, because yeah. that's another revelation. We didn't even see the linkage, like Hannah was barren also. Yeah. The child that God gave her was a prophet who brought in the arrow of the kings, and the one, the king of Israel, the second king of Israel was through the Davidic line that Messiah would come. Do you see what I'm saying it is just yeah. like amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It is. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm gonna kind of try and see if I can do this by the put this connection in. God has remembered. We go through every day trying to as we study god's word to get closer to him to surrender to him we go through that every single day 
and the time is still going by. We look at the signs of the times all around us. We see everything that's happening. How do we have a hope to know that God will remember us for all the things that we are doing in order to get closer to him? How do we know that he remembers us that when it comes to the end of time, we're ready? We're really ready. Yeah, good, good question. Yeah, that's a very profound question. He, um, he, he loves us so much that as he looks at us and given us the Holy Spirit, and that's where it's at. The Holy Spirit is our gift that's to lead us into salvation. Mm-hmm. He convicts us. He teaches us. How do we know for surety? It, it says that he has given us the Holy Spirit as a down payment. Yes for our salvation. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? As a don't payment for our salvation. So it's like, how do you know in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit. spirit in greater measure. The latter rain, we, yeah. we talk about that prophetically, but it is so important. And in, in pouring out that his spirit for the latter day people, it's, it's more to ripen the seeds, to, to empower, to, to imbue his people with the power of the Holy Spirit to give us, not necessarily for our salvation, so that, that we can reach the lost, yes. those who are lost, because we are already secured in yeah. Christ, because nothing we do hmm. can merit our salvation, because yeah. the Bible tells us we're saved by grace through yes. faith. And it says that that, that that our righteousness before him is as filthy rags. So if we're thinking that we're going to do the checklist and say, oh, yes, we did. No, 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 no. It is the grace of God that saves us. Amen. And if he has saved us, it said the word of God says in Corinthians that Christ is now in us reconciling the world mm-hmm. to himself. Amen. So how are we sure? We're sure by our witnessing. Right, because when you are a believer, you're not just about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're about having the mind of Christ, yeah. and when you have a mind of Christ, you have the mind of of, of compassion. Mm-hmm. You have the mind to seek the lost. Mm-hmm. You might have the mind to to really be His image bearer, and to be His image bearers, all of that what He has done, mm-hmm. that He has shown His disciple, and He said that you know I don't pray in John seventeen. He said I don't even I don't not only pray for them, I pray for those who will believe their testimony. So here's what it comes. So you can even take it a step further. Mm. So if we believe their testimony, that Christ has prayed for us, so Christ also prayed for those who will believe our testimony. Do you understand? This this is how it keeps going. Mm. And so so many times we may fall in that rut where we feel like, you know, we need the coming or going. Mm. We feel sometimes it's just a reset. Mm. This is a reset in prayer, re- reset in fasting. It's so important nowadays mm. with fasting because our greatest enemy is self. Yeah. Mm. The greatest enemy that we have is ourself. Yes. For self will it self love to procrastinate, mm. and procrastinate will never tell you to go. It'll never, it'll always tell you to put off till tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It will never tell you to, to go. And what Christ is saying right now, I want you to go and be my witness. That's what he gave us in the, in the commandment in Matthew 28, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel that there's a blessing for each and every one of us. It doesn't matter what we think our, our influence is. All of us 
we're made to have influence. All of us were made to be a witness or a testimony to someone else. And I think especially now that with the COVID, I believe it is prophetic what God did. He shut down the world. It's like God dropped the mic in the whole world. And so people who who were critics, people who didn't, they, they start to wonder. And I think God is like, prepare the field for his people now to come boldly, to share the good news of salvation to men, to women, to children, to say, there is hope. As you talk about hope, hope, Don, you know, you know, studies show that, you know, kids are becoming very depressed because they were isolated people. Adults can't deal with this. The only hope we can find is that hope in Jesus. The only hope because he's real. Like, like it's, it's, it's not a motivational speak. It's not um, a self-help coach. It is the word of God and the word of God has power. It has life. It, it revitalizes, it restores, it renews. And this is where we need to be as a church. Amen. This is Amen. where we need to be as a people. Amen. That if, if there's ever a time we need to have that one-on-one relationship with Jesus, it's now. And he has modeled that for us. So my, uh, my key takeaway, even here in this you know podcast Let's get back to basics. Mm. I think that that's what God is calling his people mm-hmm. to get back to basics. You say, acquaint yourself with me. That's what he's yeah. asking. Because if we start and say, God, you know, I messed up. I just want to reset with you. He's so willing. And it has to do with your personal time with God. I know we've heard it, heard it over and over, but it starts with your personal time with God, mm. five minutes, 10 minutes where you're present with him. I'm not talking, you're running through the door, you're doing multiple activities and you're, you're trying to say a prayer. I'm talking about being present with him mm. so that he can commune with you. That he can talk with you. And I think many of the things that Christian experience, depression, you know, doubt, all of these things, if they were centered, if Christ was the center mm-hmm. of their relationship, mm-hmm. then some of these things would not. And if they happened, then they will be able to know how to navigate. Mm, mm. So very true. Well, I got one last thing. I just, I, I love to hear it because it's true and I'm a part of it, but you know, the 10, 10, I'm loving it. I need to hear it one more time, sweetie. Loving that 10, 10. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's, um, you know, that's uh, just how God personalized his love and his details of, Showing me, me that he's with me. And, you know, Dawn, you know, you've, you know, my accident, my journey with my first accident. Mm-hmm. And so just the interest of time, yeah. just quickly, I, I um, before uh, it's sometime in October or the week before, like early October, I just in my study and, and then this thing with God, I, I just avail myself to him that it could just be a word. And you know, Joe, you were here. You, I have like, since the start of this year, I think I've done five journals, yeah. you know, wow. and it's, uh, my journaling is not like I just wake up in no, the day and say the yeah. sun is shining. Whatever. I could be in a Bible study and I say, what is God saying to me right here? So whatever jumps out, I will. All right. Or it's just a word just a word. And I just like, I was praying earlier this year and he gave me four Bs, you know, presence, provision, protection, and partnership. And like I said, I wanted to add one more like power. And he said, no, four, (laughs) flesh that out. Mm -hmm. And so presence for me is everything. So God with us is presence for God is with us is presence. If you have the presence of God, you have everything. So he gave me the word abundant life like abundant life. And I was like, okay. And I was like, but what he showed me is that even when 
you have the abundant life, it doesn't immune you from trials and tribulations because some people see abundant life yeah. in material success yeah. it has to be tangible and that is like no 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 abundant life is having me living on the inside of you yeah. having joy having you know Peace. you know yeah. hope having faith for all of the fruit of the spirit that's the abundant life yes it can it can it can be demonstrated you know materially but the abundant life is me inhibiting yeah. you so yes and to claim the promises and so so the following week that monday you know, we had a devotion, our morning devotion, and then, you know, the, the facilitator was closing out and she asked if I could pray. And as I was praying, I just prayed the abundant. John 10, 10, you know, the thief come to rob, steal, kill, and destroy, but I come that they may have life and have it more mm -hmm. abundantly. When I say abundantly, I literally felt like a lightning and a thunder hit the word abundant. And it just fell like it just went deep in the earth and went up to the heaven. I just like, it was so powerful and so and with all that i have to like really you know tie this up that day my my company was um closed because it was a canadian holiday and you know so the u.s just they gave us a day off so i'd planned to have some work done and you know this person was so hard to get so this was the day we had done that so i went quickly because my son said my car wasn't working so went found out that the car had major repair transmission and everything and so the, the, the mechanic, they just say, just get rid of it, get rid of it, because you're going to have problem with back ordered and everything. Not realizing, because it was like 12 days later, I was in devotion early one morning. Here's this early one morning, because I didn't see the 10, 10, 10, 10. It was after waking up early one morning and the Lord, the Holy Spirit just bring back to me and said, look at the dates. Yeah. Look at, and I just I just started crying because then, you know, sometimes you're, you're going so fast in life. You're not seeing. Yeah, so, but if when you spend time with him, he reveals to you. And I just started bawling because he showed me that morning when you prayed at 10, 10, that was me inspiring you. That's me calling you not only into this abundant life. I want to prove it to you. Yeah. Right. So even when I got that car, it's a blessing Dawn, because on the 10th of April, 2004, 14 when I got my when I um, got my car it was the 10th and he showed me weeks after he said look at the date so the 10 I prayed the 10 10 on October 10 10 and I was looking I said double 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 then pastor Jen called me like a week or something later and said Dion are you available to speak on the 10th not realizing that the 10th would mark the, ten, the my ninth year anniversary mm -hmm. of an accident oh wow for me and translates that God is said, I remember you. I I got when the enemy tried to kill me and right off that first car, it was April 10th. No, I got the second car because of an issue on October 10th. And it's like I was asked to preach on 1010 so I could tell his church that he remembers them, he loves them, and he's with them. If that is not God, then what I, I don't right. what I know it's all good. I know it's all God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. Oh, you have anything else to want? No, no. I think that's, a good <laughs> that's enough for that. <laughs> Very good place to start. I'm liking that 10-10. Sweetie, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for taking the time out. I know you've been busy. Yeah. We've all been busy. But that message was worth it. That message uh, stirred a lot of souls. Awesome. Uh, first and second service. So I want to thank you. Yeah. And um, as I'll pray for you every day, you know I do that. Yeah, they pray for you every day that God to continue to use you as a strong vessel. Because yeah. he's that strong tower for us, 
and for everybody else. So thank you for the time. And as we always do, we ask you to close this with a word of prayer. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. And gracious Father, I, I thank you for this opportunity, for this platform, for the the uh, Dawn and, and, and Joseph, Lord, for this amazing platform so that we can be the beacon of light, that we can be your voice, your message to a generation, to a, a nation of people that need to hear that you love them, that you are, have not forgotten that Lord God you said in your word even if you know the, the patriarchs the fathers would have disowned us that you would still Lord you would still be our father you said Lord a mother can forget the child that she gives suck her breast to but you will never forget us and I don't know who needs to allow this to marinate in their, their soul in their spirit and to receive this and that's how much you're telling us that you love us that you're with us and that you're for ever linked with us that in heaven the only being that will have scars throughout eternity is jesus yeah. christ to show his love for what he has done for us and so we want to say thank you we want to say thank you we want to thank you for loving us for remembering us for never breaking your covenant that you're a covenant keeping god i pray god for those who will hear that you will heal hearts that you'll heal brokenness i pray father for revival for revival in homes for revival in the lives of your people lord god as that you put that fire that lord that that fire to revive us in our wills for you revive sophomore hearts lord soften our minds or that we can come back to the basic, get back to basic, Lord God, get back to Eden to have that unbroken relationship with you. Father, you've given us the Holy Spirit as your gift, as a down payment, as a guarantee, Father, that you're with us and that your salvation is real, Father, if we just accept, Lord God, not anything that we would do, but because of the blood that was shed and Calvary's cross for us. So we receive it, Father God. We thank you for Jesus Christ. We thank Thank you that in him we live, we move, and we have our being. Bless us now, Father. May you expand this message. May you, Lord, may you anoint it. May you fill it, Lord, with your power, with your love, that every hearer, every listener, Lord, that their lives will be transformed as you message it for them. In Jesus' name I pray, I give you thanks. Amen. 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 All right. Well, thank you so much, Rihard. I will uh, I'll get with you later. We'll talk. <laughs> Hope you have a wonderful year as I travel home. <laughs> Don, thank you. Thank you so much. Stay warm. Okay. Stay warm out I there. I will. And I am. Yes, All right. That's true. If you get a snowman, send it over. <laughs> All right. I want to, uh, you can remember, uh, you can listen to Pastor. I'm about to see. She be saying Pastor already? Okay. Wow. Your pastor. Well, it, well, you know what? She's actually evangelist. She is. She actually is. But to listen to Elder Dion's sermon, please go to Plantation SDA uh, Church YouTube channel or simply go to plantationsda.tv. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel to be notified of all upcoming live streams and programs. And of course, lastly, please subscribe to, you know, the favorite app. It's all about us. You know that. Yes, it is. It's like, <laughs> it's like, like the podcast. Like the podcast. That's right. Like the podcast. DeeperGuys.Plantation.TV. There you go. You got it. Mm. Um, any birthdays? No, no birthdays this time. So. What? No. And this close to Christmas? I know, right? <laughs> There's got to be somebody. 
James Malone's birthday is this oh, month. Oh, yes, it's oh, on yes. Christmas Day, yes. isn't it? Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. We're gonna add we're gonna add we're gonna add wifey to the birthday list to help us out next. Oh, oh that's great. <laughs> that's good. I know some I'm sure I'm sure there's some others. Yeah, I'm but sure. But we wanna wish whoever did. Yeah. We'll get them on the next Whatever it is, have a wonderful holiday season as well as That's right. Be safe. Be safe and do that. So yeah. wifey, we hope to see you on the next podcast whenever that is. <laughs> God bless. Thanks for having me, guys. Really, truly appreciate it. Amen. Amen. Amen.